This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. And welcome to Will Run For. This is your host, Tom. And with me, as always, are Aaron. Uh, hello. Michael. Hello. And Diana. Hey, hey. I love when Tom just starts cold. Like, we're, he's like, oh, wait, we're recording. He just yeah, runs. like he just goes. Everybody else is talking about something else. Look, when we're ready, we're ready. When you oh know, you gosh. know. I see, I see. Vibes. How are you guys? Ow. Great. We're good. Good. Got a lot going on today, right? Yes, we do. It's a big day. Plenty to talk about. And it's a it is a big day. Because whenever this comes out, uh, just say we are recording on the day. (laughs) We are recording on the day right after the virtually live race. Yes. Yes. Um some West Coasters may still be out, but um, it was an awesome event, and we will talk about that yep. a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's a very good day. Me and Diana are dragging a little bit of butt right now because why is that? Because last night we went to see Taylor Swift in Philadelphia, and mm-hmm. we got in, we actually got to bed at just before three in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually surprised oh it was God. that early, to be honest. I was waiting for you guys to text this morning and be like, we got in at like four o'clock in the morning. Oof. Yeah. Well, yeah. we were think like it was too hard to get like a hotel. And then we were like, well, can we coordinate with people that are up there? And it just became like a thing. So we were like, we'll yeah. just drive back. But we parked at the live casino. It was the same price as the other parking lot. So it like, wasn't more expensive. And um, I know this this may be blasphemy, but we left like 30 seconds into our last song so that we, <laughs> we beat a little bit of the crowd. So it didn't take us too long to get out of the, the garage. Oh, that is blasphemy. But, I can't believe you. But I was saying um, I actually said this to, to Tom about how awesome she was and how good she was. But it's been on TikTok and just online so much. Yeah, like I feel like the entire show was was spoiled a little bit for me. Okay, so. yeah, I mean, honestly, I've seen so much of it, even just from like, yeah. um, like the Nashville was like, uh, was that the previous weekend? And I knew a ton of people there, and so I saw a ton of videos from that. So I feel like I was at the Taylor. So and last night, and I guess tonight and tomorrow too, because she's in Philly yeah. and like 90 we're local. So 90% of like my Instagram is there this weekend. Oh, yeah. So I'm basically going to see it all weekend. Well, she, um, she's not doing a DC show. So everyone going to Philly, you've uh, got Virginia, yeah, yeah. Delaware, mm-hmm. of, West Virginia, yeah. Yeah. all of Maryland. Pennsylvania, Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. And then is she doing yeah. a New York show? Yeah, she's doing a New York show. Okay. So, so at Jersey, least Jersey split. got split up between yeah, that but uh yeah, I know um I saw Violet was up here um for it. I saw a lot of people uh 
some of our other listeners. Tim went to the Nashville one. I remember Tim seeing went that. to the one that got rained out, and he was there until like three yeah. in the morning. Yeah, yeah, miserable. Yeah. So I saw a lot of people, all all the Swifties. My chiropractor's a Swiftie. I went to see her on Monday, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm so excited." She's like part of the fan club or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she apparently didn't get tickets, and somehow. They messaged her and like, hey, we have a select few tickets left if you'd like some. Oh, wow. That's how Tom yeah. got them. So, yeah. yeah. See? Yeah, I mean, See? Pays to be a Swifty fan. Fan club member. So a little programming note. So we're going to do, um, call it a two-parter, but maybe just a long episode that we'll chop up. Um, we're going to talk about our recent races that we've run. Yeah, there's um, been a bunch. Yep. And we'll we have a we have a, a review that we're going to cover, and then we're going to get into goal getters and um, the virtually live race recap. Yeah, that'll be yeah, next but we're week. yeah we'll release the goal getters together with the uh, virtually live recap all in one next Monday. Next Monday, and then we're going to take a one week off. We're gonna, I mean, we had said that we were going to start uh, taking once a month off, and then we sort of never did. Uh, so the 29th Memorial day, there won't be an episode, but we'll be back the next week with a, uh, inside the runner studio, yeah. which we actually haven't had for a while because we, Tori, bunch... we need your picture. Uh, I have her picture. <laughs> oh, good. I have there you her go. picture. Reaching out here on the podcast. Um, <laughs> all good. I have her picture already. She's going to uh, have another birthday by the time I we know, get it she's out. She's been waiting a very long time for her episode to come out. Uh, and then we'll be recording some more inside the runner studios uh, coming up. Uh, but we will be taking off that Memorial day. We'll release Tori and then we'll be back that following week with a regular episode. So. Tori's now 30 years old. She's had six birthdays <laughs> or whatever number of birthdays since she recorded that episode. I love it. I'm so sorry. Long. It's just the way that it works. No. And that's actually perfect because we, um, we actually registered for broad street, the 10 mile and not broad street. Um, Baltimore, Baltimore, 10 mile, Baltimore. 10 miler, okay. which I think we were talking about, but hadn't committed. And now we're committed. So we'll have a race recap. And I haven't done that in four, four or five years. So I actually just asked Michael the other day if he thinks that I could get super fast in one less than a month. <laughs> I'm like, do you think I could be really fast in less uh-huh. than a month and do a proof of time? Just try I, don't, I would try and happen? do a proof of time at Baltimore. If you want the opposite, no. Well, you run five miles down a hill and then five miles up a hill. Oh, it's awful. So it's she's selling it really well. If it was the if it was the other way, it's I could probably possibly you run um you run down from the zoo to Lake Montebello, which um Dave Thomas oh Dave Thomas Montebello Thomas of Wendy's fame yeah of Wendy's (laughs) just oh my god. Golden arches of Wendy's. Just ridiculous. And then you run back up to the zoo. <laughs> well, we were looking okay. at races for next year, and I tried to convince Aaron to do Whiskey Basin. Oh, what's that? No, that's not. That's, yeah. Is that Whiskey Basin? It was Whiskey Basin. I got the wrong one earlier. It's Whiskey oh. Basin, and it's <laughs> it's a 36-mile race, but it is uphill for 35 of the miles. Nope. And then a little bit down for the last mile. <laughs> 
and it goes 6,500 feet uphill for I didn't realize that was whiskey, whiskey basin. I'm pretty that sure that was one of the ones that basin. I was like thinking that it fell like Awful. in a good time. It, yeah, because it ends at the saloon. That's why I remember now. It was like, I'm pretty sure it was whiskey basin. Oh, mm. gotcha. Well, that's upsetting because yeah. that was on the high on the list of uh, ones <laughs> that's that a that full I was uphill race. I, I brought that out, I, I broke do. out the elevation map at dinner last night and it was just a direct line up for the entire map of the race yeah that's miserable <laughs> well and like baltimore i'm sure people do get prs there and do get proof yeah. of times there it would just be it is difficult. a little bit of a hilly area like yeah. it would just yeah. be so you're saying no i can't be that like, fast. well for proof soon. of time you want a flat yeah, yeah you want like yeah. flat or downhill or something we already, we already uh, talked yeah. about yeah. broad street right no no. No, we did talk about Broad Street. Or are we it's going on our to? agenda. It's on our agenda. No, it's on our agenda. Oh, well, then. Come on, Tom. Look. Get with our agenda. This is first. Tom, <laughs> by the way, Tom confirmed the we're agenda about him. eight times before we started as well. Like, he asked like, <laughs> what we were talking about multiple times. <laughs> we're, this is, oh, uh, what is today's date? Uh, 30. This is the 15th. Oh. And we're talking about the races. Look, they the don't 22nd, ask. They don't ask, We'll be talking about virtually. They live. don't ask Taylor to build the stage. They just ask her to show up and kill. Um. Yeah. I guess that's it for the notes. I was thought I was going to say something else, but now I can't remember what it was. No. But so if we sound out of it, you know, it's because we were out late. Well, you guys, <laughs> I have no excuse for just not remembering what the hell I was going to say. I, so. I'm going to be honest. I drank more than I was planning on drinking, and I'm not doing well. Things <laughs> happen. It's fine. Like, I just, I went out one time to pee, and then I was like, I'll just get one more drink. And I think that one more drink was the yeah, mistake. That's how it happens, though. It was the mistake. That is how it happens. Mistake. Like, that, that real quick one more, one more always kills you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Michael. Yeah. Do we have any new five-star reviews? We do. We do. We have a new one from HaleyAnnie89 on Apple Podcasts. Coach Malrath Disney got me hooked on this show. Oh. It's been the only thing I've been listening to going into Med City Half Marathon in Rochester, Minnesota. This podcast is fun. just keeps me entertained as I'm putting in all these miles for my first marathon in June. Keep up the great work. That's awesome. I love good, good that. Luck. Uh, good luck on that first marathon. They're fun. The first one's always so fun. I love it. And definitely not painful. Let, I, us, <laughs> let us know how you do. Yeah, let us know how you do. I also think the way we talk about our runs, I think it honestly gives people confidence because they're like, if these wackos can like, <laughs> I agree. get I agree. through yeah. anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. If they're even able to live life, like it's, yeah. I should be able to do anything be because yeah. they're just a bunch of dummies. Should be totally fine. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the um the much more professional Rise and Run podcast, by the way, I just got into their Facebook group mm -hmm. and I haven't tested the waters of like how much I should be engaging. Like I haven't posted or commented yet, but people keep asking for advice and I want to go in there and be like, listen to the Will Run For podcast. <laughs> well, like I don't know if they'll think it's funny or like think it's mean. I'm like, it, like it's <laughs> I I'm on the Rise and Run page, but I don't think I really ever comment on that. I don't comment either. Page. I've just been seeing stuff. But yeah, yeah. 
I lurk. I'm a lurker, I'm a lurker in too. There. You're a lurker. I yeah. usually give shout outs. Like I'll listen to their episodes and then I'll give like shout outs on their content because they have really good. They have good yeah. guests on and yep. every with the, with the exception of Greg, most of them are really good <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> I thought we weren't trolling Greg anymore. We'll get into now it. That you're Greg, besties. Greg is one of oh, my we'll new get favorite. Into it. He's one of my new we'll favorite people. Get into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking speaking um, of trolling. What are we running oh. for this week? What? Wait. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, we're supposed to do this here. Yes. Yeah, 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 speaking but, like, of trolling, like trolling. trolling. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're running to troll people, apparently. Uh, That's, uh, if anything, I feel like, aren't we supposed to be doing the opposite? Yeah. We're running to support people who are running our virtually live race. Yes, that's true. Yes. Like, we're running for all of our friends, for everyone out there. Doing our virtually live for this community, doing amazing things, whether you're walking, you're running, you're biking, you're crawling. Yeah, we had a bunch of people doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I'm actually glad we had this scheduled today because it gave me a reason to get out of bed and actually go for a walk because (laughs) if this wasn't on calendar, I would probably still be in that bed. (laughs) Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. I'm surprised you weren't like, guys, I'm not recording. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> yeah, that's a late night. I would have been dead. Yeah. Dead. Yep. I mean, I only got up like two and a half hours later because Ali now decided he wants to wake me up at 4.40 oh, every single morning. Lovely. Yes. <laughs> because my alarm going off at five is not good enough for him. <laughs> it needs to be 4.40 now. And now he's like doing this weird thing where like the, there's a window behind our bed and he's like trying to like open the window like the the blinds blinds. so he's like batting at the blinds now and you're like what what is happening (laughs) so Uh, now he immediately gets kicked out the animals have just become a staple on the show now because they've all they've all gone wild (laughs) like it's it's insane anyway the the point is that we were actually running for really nice things what are we running for anybody want want to jump in on that so we're all running for one thing. We are. Oh, okay. but I didn't know if anybody else wanted to jump in on what I said. Oh, it was great running with everybody on virtually live. Yeah, and um, I am <laughs> excited because the walk felt like nothing because we stayed online the entire time we were doing it. So yeah, like oh the yeah, time so then flew yeah, by, yeah. So yeah, I will that. say that is true. Yeah, because we did like three miles, and I was like, oh, yeah. that actually yeah. And normally a three mile walk, can't you kind of get like, oh, this is yeah. still going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into that with the review uh, when we go through uh, through it a bit because I have some other comments, but I'm going to save it for the next section. But yeah, I think so. we're all running for the podcast fam today. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody who hopped in. Um, all the kids, all the jump? dogs. No. Just... Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh yeah. And, yeah, I'm telling you, I got lots to talk about. Yep. The dinosaurs. Um. Anybody before we jump into the race reviews, got any uh, training updates? Anyone training for anything? Well, we're training for the Baltimore Ten Mile, which I just mentioned, oh. and I just looked, and I was like, "Oh, that's in like three weeks." But I'm feeling yeah. pretty <laughs> good. Um. Yeah. Because we did Broad Street, and I didn't run last weekend, but I went on a bunch of really long walks, and then I ran during the week, and I pelotoned, and so I'm feeling better, and I've actually been doing a ton of strength training. 
Um, nice. So if you've been kind of looking at me, following me in, in the Peloton app, I've been trying to be more consistent. And I was actually nice. talking about this when the um, the group was on for Zoom, where I was talking to my therapist. So I'm also running for therapy because, you know, everyone should be a That's therapy. But yeah. um, I've got I've got ADHD and I have a hard time like getting out the door and getting my stuff, you know, just like I'm just so easily distracted where if I'm like getting ready for a run and I'm making my water bottle, all of a sudden, like I spend 30 minutes cleaning the kitchen and then like my whole morning's gone or I'm like getting dressed and then I want to like clean up like the closet or like whatever it is. So I'm getting super distracted. So one of the things um, my therapist has me doing is getting like my water bottle the night before and getting um, like my clothes all laid out. And then the other thing is when I go to the Peloton app, I'll spend forever like trying to find a class where I'm like, oh, do I want like Cody? Do I want Robin? Do I want and I spend forever trying to pick what I want to do. So now when we're watching TV the night before, I make a stack. And then I even do a stack for like the days where I'm like running outside. Or I'm like, okay, like before I want to run outside, um, I want to do like a stretch or an arm. And then afterwards, I'm going to do like a 15 minute ab or a 15 minute strength or something like that. And so I add that on the night before. And then it kind of gives me something to actually like be committed to. Um, yeah. So I've been doing that. Um, I've got, I'm trying it for two weeks. The I did the clothes in the water bottle for like two weeks and I was able to be consistent with that. And now she's like, now I'm adding things on progressively. And she's like, and now I don't like the, the like picking what you're going to do and deciding what you're going to do. And she's like, and also like, look at the weather on Sunday because like that will affect what you do. So you don't want to make that decision in the morning. Like if you're looking and it says rain on Tuesday, switch your schedule. Like if you think that's going to happen early. So it's been helping me be consistent. So um, definitely like training in a different way right now. So it seems to be helping. Nice. Mm. What do you got on calendar, Tom? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. We got to do some miles tomorrow. I'm not registered for the 10 miler. You did. I thought you said you did. Oh, well, just me. Wow. There you go. <laughs> just me. Uh, you got Loopy coming at some Still point. Loopy. So, yeah, uh, Looper and then I guess we'll get into that conversation when we talk about right the saunter. Because of his feet, it's, which we'll I would get like, to. I, yeah, I would yes. take a week yeah. or two. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to do that up. right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, we still, uh, I mean, still have the marathon in calendar for later in the year. So I... Yeah, I have to but that's, start after, a tra- that's even after. That's actually after Loopy. I though, have to right? start a training cycle, like a running training yeah, cycle yeah, has to yeah. start around yeah. June-ish time. So yeah. yeah, well, you'll be a good though because you'll have such a good base that you'll be able to like actually just focus on the running part and not have to worry about building a base up. You know? Yeah, yeah. What's your concentration, Michael? Um, everything's good with my feet now. My toenail fell off. Good. With the uh, piece. I cannot Half believe the that skin photo. of my toe. Never forget. <laughs> well, all the, the skin toenail. was still attached to it. Mm, yeah. Uh, so that's all good. So I've been running again. I feel good. And yeah. I'm obviously getting ready for Loopy Looper. So that's yeah. Next uh, up. Um, I was talking to Vanessa, actually, speaking of uh, things for Tom. Uh, I was talking to Vanessa, who was catching up on some of our episodes from Beast Coast 
uh, Productions, who does Big Woods and The Jersey Devil. Um, and she was talking about Michael's toenails with me for a little while. And then she brought up Tom because we were talking about Tom's feet uh, from The Great Saunter. And she was like, oh, I have a challenge for you guys. Um, I'm, I will, I will give away a race entry for Tom to come do big woods, (gasps) 2000 feet of elevation, half marathon. Not as technical as rocking the knob, knob, Tom. There is a very technical section, but overall, it's not a trail overall, not as technical. It's going to be a nightmare for you, but I think that's why she wants you to do it. Yeah. I also (laughs) think, um, we should have a commitment to get Tom trail running uh, shoes so he well, doesn't do it in and hiking not, boots. And not hiking boots. That would be a good yeah, idea. Yeah. Vanessa, do you recommend that Tom <laughs> does it in, in hiking boots? But like the other thing about the hiking boots is he just went on a hike a couple weeks ago when, when I was at springtime with his friends. And he wore like those full, like over the ankle hiking boots and then wore regular running socks with them. So he's like, oh, my heels all jacked up from the hiking boots. I was like, so you oh, didn't even so wear like tall socks? Oh, no. Yeah, you got to wear tall <laughs> socks. Yeah. His feet are a war zone right now. <laughs> like from like I would get the like the, the Hoka or the Solomon like high top. Yes. And she shoes. seems to yeah. like the high top idea for the ankles. I think speed goats are going to be the way to go. Mm-hmm. They have a high top one, right? Yeah. 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 Those are the ones that Brad had on at uh, Knocking the Knob, right? That uh, I think those are the ones that Melanie sent you the link to, right? And then was really offended when you (laughs) were like, she's like, like, I sent you the link to. I didn't even tell him just the name. Like, I went above and beyond. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, I bought Pearl Jam tickets instead. I did. (laughs) So, Tom, how do we feel about uh, doing Big Woods next year with us? You know what? I'm in. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. It's in Redding, is it Pennsylvania? It's in blood. Is it farther than Rockin' the Knob? No, no. it's way closer. Then it's in, I'm it's good. In Redding. It's right outside Redding. It's south of Redding, so well, it's actually like closer to Well, like for distance-wise for them? For them, yeah. Redding, Pennsylvania is not that far. Okay. From you guys, that's not that far. And there's yeah. a lot of breweries no in the area. I feel like we could make yeah. a weekend. Yeah, there are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, it's at French Creek, so it's a little south of Redding. But, it's in the area, yeah. But yeah. You know it's called Pretzel City. Delicious. We've had this conversation I, I before, know. right? Yes. And then Hanover is Snack Town, snack town. or something, right? Hanover, Snack Town. Pretzel City. Redding's Pretzel City. Okay. It's my nickname. Yeah. Got it. Snack Town. <laughs> that was Diana's nickname in college. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm in. So I'm in. Vanessa, I'm in. in. Okay. All right. Um, quick update on my end. I'm hiring a coach. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've uh, yeah. made the decision that I am unable to do anything on my own anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot be left to my own devices. And I'm willing to pay someone money to tell me what to do at this point to get myself motivated, figuring that if I'm paying someone to do so, then I'm going to... Uh, it's kind of like the orange theory thing for me, right? Mm -hmm. Like I went to orange theory because it costs a lot of money per month to do. Yes. And I didn't miss any classes except for like one or two, like over the entire like year we were doing it. I maybe missed like one class that I wasted. Um, So one, I need the structure. I need someone to sort of like get my mindset back into something structured because I can't seem to like 
make a plan for myself yep. and stick to it. Um, two, I need accountability and someone like who can just be like, Hey, I logged into this thing and I see that you didn't run today mm-hmm. and yell at me. <laughs> good idea. I think that's, I think it's a good idea. So I've decided to hire a coach. I've actually put some feelers out there. I got rejected by a few coaches. <laughs> well, that was only because be they fair, were full. To or be whatever. fair, one yeah, was yeah. well, no, one because I wrote that oh, I ultimate, my ultimate do. goal yeah. is like while right now I'm not like this isn't my goal. My goal is to get to a strong base of thirty to thirty five miles a week over however long it'll take me to do that. But my ultimate goal is to set my eyes back on a hundred miles. Uh, a few of them just came back and were like, we don't have enough experience to feel yeah, like we which can, is smart. I'm can glad. give you because they're yeah. more like marathon training yeah. and like that kind of thing. And like their PR, like a lot of people who are like BQing and like, I just, that's where you know, I've seen, I've seen more of- coaches getting like for speed yeah. or quality. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. it's, so it's, it's different, different goals. Yeah. Different goals. And I kind of knew that going into it, like putting out feelers, but I was thinking, like if I could just at least get started and if it's not ultimately who's going to work out like in the end. But, um, I did think if I could find someone who's done ultras, then at least they have the, they understand the mindset. So I'm, I'm still searching a little bit. Um, I reached out to, uh, David and Megan Roach who are famous coaches actually. And they coach like some pretty big ultra marathoners and they actually do coach like, um, normies, just, like normies. Yeah, but uh, they just had a baby. So he actually emailed me back almost immediately and was like, hey, we're just not taking on new clients right now, but here's a um, a a name. Oh, awesome. And then I emailed him back and was like, um, actually, I was doing some thinking today and I was thinking that it'd be really nice if I could find a woman who is also uh, a person of color. So um, I he actually connected me with an, um, another Asian um run coach that he said that he loves. So I'm going to, I reached out to her and I haven't heard back from her yet, but yeah, it's just one of those things I was thinking about last night. Um, diversity in this sport isn't great. And I would love no. to connect with somebody who kind of understands, I don't know, my point of view. Yeah. yeah. All right. That makes sense. I love it. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Between trail running and, uh, and honestly to run Disney world, it's, very undiverse, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, you know. Yeah, trail running. Yeah. I, I mean, think we don't is, talk about is, that a lot. Is worse than just yeah, like yeah, would, yeah. And yeah. we don't really talk a lot yeah, about. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we joke around about like race report or whatever, but we don't talk about it seriously. But I think it being uh, Asian Heritage Month, it's something that's kind of more on my mind. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. And Jewish Heritage Month, Snarky Snacker. Oh yes, a shout out to Snarky <laughs> Snacker. It's also Jewish Heritage Month. <laughs> don't leave her out, please. <laughs> no, we'll get letters. <laughs> just from her though um, multiple st- strong, strongly worded legal letters uh yeah so that's where i am with training which is basically nowhere because i'm not doing anything yeah. on my own no, but, but i'm gonna hire someone to get me there but like i think here's the thing about like training like you have to be ready to start training like you have to do yes. everything you need yeah. to do to be yeah. ready to make that training successful or what happens to you know us a lot of the times is we start the training and then it dies off or like we weren't ready or um my problem is I try and do everything all at once because I've got all of these different goals like I want to lose some weight I want to do this I want to do that I w- and then I'm like I'm gonna do everything on Monday and well, I'm like not ready think- to <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the thing is I need someone to help me focus on what on on yeah. the one thing that yep. at this point I really do want to get back to running. And I think that once we talk about like 
I did a half marathon. I feel like ready yeah. to actually start doing it. But I also, like you said, like, I'm also like, well, I also want to concentrate on nutrition, but I also, and I need someone to help me focus on like the right things. Like, yes, while nutrition is probably important to the overall picture, I need someone to be like, okay, we're going to focus on this a, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to also like, this is just going to be the secondary thing we're doing, Yep. but here's the plan on how to do it. Because right now I'm just flailing around. Yeah. Cause I've got like Mm -hmm. other things, like I'm working with my therapist on and she's like, you're like, she's like, you're doing it right now. You're like always trying to do too much at once. Like do one thing. Like, cause even when I was like starting out that list of like what I need to do before a run, she's like, Diana, getting a water bottle ready the night before is one thing like don't act like it's nothing <laughs> she's like it's one thing that it's you true. have to do that you're not doing now you know so yeah and it's done and, and it's done yeah so yeah yeah so yeah oh i guess i know i talked about but i've gone back to the city strides thing doing all the streets and the towns around here oh, look at you and that's kind of been things i've been ticking off uh since jack like is now done half of like, our county Drew. at this point. <laughs> he, and he's he's like becoming the next raft to me. Like right, I, he, like, right, I yeah. get another, I get another, another uh, IG follow, follow request from like the Camden County runner or something like that. I'm like Jack and Raft are in cahoots. They're, they're in cahoots together. Instagram name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel like I haven't seen Raff in a while. He's living it up in in San Diego. <laughs> Yes, yeah. yeah, that's nice. Must be nice. I've seen his uh, running or his uh, fitness account. So I'm actually yeah. going to be out there in two weeks, a week, two weeks uh, for nice. the ATD conference. Oh, at the convention center? Hmm? In the gas lamp? Oh, yeah. Do we want to talk about some races? Absolutely. So did which we say that we... we're going to do them in the order in which they happened? Or are we going to talk should, about yes. Versus Seems Live Seems to first? make sense. Broad, so... Broad Street's up first. Yep. Yeah. Which we dropped a on the ground. So you kind of heard a little bit of uh, little, what happened. little bits and pieces of what happened uh, at the expo anyway. And then we had a little bit of finishing or start line stuff a little bit michael Doring and i stuff. cheering and then it just stopped because it was raining and i didn't even take my phone out like the entire race you couldn't yeah because yeah, no, it was poor it was, and i was dumb and forgot to put my phone even in like a plastic baggie so uh, i yeah, was like yeah, yeah. really nervous to take it out of my pocket because it's like yeah. in the pocket under the skirt where I was like, it's got at least like a layer oh, of protection. So I didn't want to take it out at all. So I've well, it was no just like photos. torrential rain too. It wasn't like, yeah, yeah it was just it raining was and cold. Anyway, so. I just, uh, yeah, just wanted to mention that there was an on the ground in case anyone hasn't listened to it. Uh, go back and you can hear little, some bits and pieces from the weekend. Oh, you know what? I can't wait to do an on the ground for Loopy Looper. Oh, that's oh, gonna be a long 24 one. hours of on the ground. It's be a, 24 a hours of on the ground. A whole episode where Dear God. anyway, Tom, what were you gonna say? I loved Broad Street. Okay. Everything it's about a fun it. race. It's a good yeah. logistically well, okay, first of all, it's I'm logistic, surprised you like the logistics. It's a lo- logistic nightmare if I think about it, but it okay. turned out very good for us because we got a hotel at the live hotel casino. <laughs> basically yeah. at the finish ish area. So and we got on maybe one of the first trains, 
Oh, yeah. that's good. Which is the easiest way to do it. So even yeah. if you have to wait there for a long time. Yeah, for us, the logistics turned out really well. Yeah, I actually yeah. didn't think it was a bad race logistically. Um, I mean, I guess the only challenge really is that it's the train because when we do Charles Street, it's the same thing where you park at the finish line, uh, but okay. they do school buses. So they yeah. just have... Was there, was there any school buses this year? Because pre-COVID, they did it both not, ways. Not that we saw. You could either do the train or you could take a bus. Look, but I, I remember hearing that they may have done away with the buses, and then I, I wasn't sure if they ever came back. We didn't see we any. We didn't see any, and I did. I honestly can't say if there were or there were not, because I okay. don't know. We were kind of just yeah, in the, the crowd. Okay. And we got because like, you used to yeah we be able to choose yeah we got right there got right on the train your bibs your train ticket so it was free yeah you know took us right to the start hung around um, the start a little bit it was a little I will say yeah. logistically for anyone coming in and driving it's slightly more hectic trying to get parking yeah. and all of that um, yeah so it was really nice that you guys were able to just park be right be there. right there yeah um, that was and super also smart. if if you're from Jersey and you try and take the train over from Patco yeah, um, and mess. then try and get on to the Broad Street line part of the way down the line, that can be impossible, too, because the trains fill up. You guys took the express one, right? Yeah. yeah. So it went straight to the yeah. finish and didn't and even And we, uh, we stopped at a couple. Yeah, we stopped at a couple, but not very many. I know there were other buses that were or trains that were stopping more yeah. but we were technically yeah. on an express and it was more full like the the more you went but we just jumped on the first train like we didn't wait for an express yeah. or anything it just happened yeah, to just be go. yeah it just okay. got on and went like yeah um but no we came in the day before right yep so the race is on a sunday so we mm -hmm. came down kind of mid-afternoon on saturday and we went to the expo We've talked. Yep. We've talked about this. That was a yeah, Philly. What's going on with your expos, underwhelming Philly? expos, man? I'll tell you. Yeah, like I was like, oh, I'm gonna look at like, like I had like stuff I wanted to like look at. I was like, oh, good, it'll be like a nice like race expo. I don't remember. That's surprising, it's such a big race. You yeah, know? I'm trying to remember whether or not. Um... I've ever been to the Broad Street one or if someone's always picked up my bib for me. Yeah. It was just small. For how many? I didn't realize. So that's the other thing. I didn't realize how large this race yeah, was. Yeah, 30,000 runners. It's huge. It was big. Yeah. It was really big. So that's kind yeah. of what made me think there should be a different expo. Like I get like a lot of the Baltimore ra races, other than the Baltimore like marathon weekend, all like – Charles Street and a lot of the ones like we do are just Charm City run races that have maybe mm. ten or 20,000 people in it. They're not big, but there's not an expo for it. They do it at the stores, and then they every day of the week, it's a different store that they're at. So like yeah. Monday, they're at Annapolis, and Wednesday, they're in Columbia, and Thursday, they're in Frederick. So they just kind of move the bibs around to the different stores in the area, so you just pick which one you want to go to. Um well, I, I think part of this, the reason why this one isn't, this one isn't put on by somebody. This is literally the Philadelphia Parks and Recreation Department mm. puts on Broad Street Run. Yeah. And it's sponsored by IBX and that lower, uh, the whatever, um, what is it? And uh, Blue Cross Blue Independence Shoot, Blue Cross. And, yeah. yeah. Um, 
So I don't know whether it's because it's like it's literally the parks department that's putting this race on, whether it's just that's why it's kind of a smaller feel like for an expo, even though it's at the convention center. It's not like sponsored by like a bunch of running companies and a bunch of like there's not like a ton like it's literally the parks department. Yeah. Yeah. So they had kind of like the the traditional little booth that they have at all the expo that has like the shoes and like the goose and like all that stuff. And then yeah. Charm City Run was there with it was even a smaller booth than that they had at um the Philadelphia Marathon. And then what else did they they didn't have much. Yeah, just they really didn't have much. Yeah, like nothing mm, to we really write just, home about. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even walk into it, uh, Michael and I, because we stayed outside where uh, we were meeting up with people just to say hi to people. And we had Jen Hall with us and um, Brianna. So we didn't go inside. Yeah. I will say one uh, one observation. Um, just like most races, when you submit what time you think you're going to finish in, they put you in a corral, <laughs> which, is, which is just the way, right? And so- Tom. Tom. How if you want to switch corrals, how does that go? I was in the pink corral, which is the last corral. And everybody else was in, I think there were four or five corrals. I think there might have been five corrals. So everybody else was in the second to the last. Yeah. Like nobody was up like super far ahead. And I'm like, well, I want to be in that one. <laughs> and someone was like, just go ask. Uh, Jen Jen Hall was like, just go ask. Or you you did, or someone did. So I just Yeah, because I said that it's there I think I said I think that it's pretty easy to change. And I think Jen Hall was the one who was like, Yeah, you just go up there, you ask them, and they are like, Okay. And you're like, You didn't believe them. <laughs> and you're like, where everyone was like, Tom, just go ask. And well, you're like, Okay. Just like a lot of our 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 listeners know, we base a lot of things off of these run Dis- Disney events, right? <laughs> and how yeah. they handle things. And they <laughs> are ridiculous about it. So I walk up to this lady and her daughter at at um like corral placement exchange or something like that. And I'm like, hey, I'd like to be in a different corral. And she was like, which one? And I'm like, uh gold? And she's like, all right. And she just gives me a gold sticker and I walk away. Yep. I could have said <laughs> whatever the first corral is, I could have been like that one. And she probably <laughs> Giving me that sticker. But like you submit like what your estimated time is. Like they're not asking for a proof of time or anything. But I will say they do separate the corrals. Um, You don't have to show a bib or anything to get into the corral that we saw. So there wasn't that. But there's clear separation of the corrals. You're in your own pin basically and then like run disney they do you know a rope or whatever across and then they they were releasing them at certain times a lot of times with the charm city runs they give you a corral and they're just kind of more like they do at shamrock where it's like loosey-goosey corrals where it's just Uh, like a guy with a stick holding up the corral (laughs) number and like that's your corral and then you're you know they release them you know, yeah, I will say, yeah, together. the start line at at uh, Broad Street is pretty organized yeah. as far as like that's concerned. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, but then a bunch of us got dinner and called it an early night. So, yeah. Yeah. And then we we already talked a little bit about logistics to getting to the race. I think we made the right decision on where we were staying. And then everyone was nervous because 
We knew it was supposed to rain. We were watching the weather and it kept changing. It felt like every time we looked every 10 minutes, it was, it's going to rain the whole time. It's not going to rain at all. It's not going to start till 11. Oh, now we're going to get thunderstorms at 9 a.m. And it was just constantly an influx. So we were like, even in the room that morning, we're like, well, what do we bring? What do we pack? I don't want to waste a poncho. I don't want to waste a mylar, like whatever we were doing. So um, the one thing I do regret is I think I had an extra long sleeve shirt that I was going to put in my checked bag. And then I was, I was thinking, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll need that. And I just threw an extra poncho in. And after the race, I was so cold. I wish I'd had that extra long sleeve because I was soaked. But yeah. But we got relatively lucky. Uh, yeah. Didn't take us long to get up there. The bathroom lines were insane. I do not think they had enough porter potties. That's kind of my uh, one. That's rough. My one complaint. I mean, 30,000 30, runners, that would be a lot of porter potties you need. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just think they needed even, even like 10 or 20 more, I feel like would have. Would have yeah. helped. helped. Yeah. Um, did not seem like there was enough. And we got in the corral and Ryan and I stopped at the first porter potty that was before even mile one because <laughs> the line was so long. Like we peed like right when we first got there and then waited in the corral for 45 minutes or so. So when we started, we're like, we have to pee again. <laughs> and I'm glad we stopped there because every other porter potty line, uh, the entire race was super long. But we did get lucky because nice. it wasn't raining in the corral. Yes. That's good that it wasn't raining while you were just standing there. Because yeah. we would have been miserable. But I I got to run with Greg from Rise and Run, and we did a little thing called 20 questions. And so we just went back and forth asking each other questions. The very first question each of us asked each other was, what is your favorite sandwich? That's because you guys watch too much Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> and our answer and what was the answer our answer was exactly the same was it oh and we is that when you realize are you're you the best same friends? human is that, is that what happened it was is weird that... because he was like i really like a rachel what the hell's a rachel what the hell's a rachel you don't know a rachel no i've never even no. been out with you where you've ordered a rachel do you know what a reuben is kind yeah. of okay so a rachel is um like corned beef um like the Thousand Island dressing and coleslaw. We've been married for years, and I've never seen him <laughs> order this sandwich ever, ever. I've never heard of it. But I, I mean, I've never heard. I've I've heard of the sandwich. I've never heard it re- referred to as a Rachel. I like. I love a Rachel. I used okay. to get them at this place called Duesenberg's in Catonsville, Maryland. Until oh they they had some problematic stuff at the on the internet some, pandemic time the, the so owner, yeah. they, oh. they they ruined themselves. The, the owner I, of the restaurant got a little racist during pandemic. Was it on the? It was on their door. Yeah. I remember yep. seeing. And, yeah, and the yeah. city basically yeah, yeah. canceled the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, oh, I remember. Uh, I remember the interwebs. But they made up about a really this. good sandwich. <laughs> but it was oh weird because what is the difference between a Reuben and a Rachel? Okay. Apparently yeah. it's a thing. Reuben's got sauerkraut. But it's a thing. Rachel's oh, got God, coleslaw. That's awful. That's awful. Also. I, uh, it sounds terrible. And again, <laughs> I like col- never, I don't no, like never seen him order the sandwich. Yeah. 
Primo's makes um, the hoagie that has the roast beef with the um, the coleslaw that Ugh. I like. Mark, there's um, a hoagie on the body. There's a hoagie. <laughs> a hoagie. But no, like it was really nice talking to Greg. I got to know him. Um, I know what he does for work. I know about his family. It was very. Did you know cute. he has a? Did you know he has a podcast? I'm familiar. <laughs> Um, he came up, he was like gushing about Greg the entire guy. Oh, it was so nice. It was like so BFFs. nice to talk to him. So like, <laughs> very nice to spend oh time my with my, my good friend like, Greg. I found out a lot about him. And we were talking about Broadway, and we were talking about this, and we were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about music. We were talking about just every subject. I mean, 10 miles is a decent amount of time to spend with another human while you're trying to that's like true. slog through In the, the rain. rain so. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. a good point. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so you were doing intervals, right? We were doing intervals, yeah. 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 We so Michael and I took the train over in the morning. Yep. And, and saw you guys all at City Hall. At City Hall. Standing on the windy side of the buildings, apparently, getting Where it was <laughs> blasted in the face by cold. rain when we could have just walked around the corner where there was no wind. <laughs> yeah, like- and we weren't sure exactly where you were going to be around City Hall. And I know originally when you told us, because I think there's a funny video of me like yelling about it. Yes, you yes, told us we it was going to be. Yeah, because you road. said you were going to yeah. be on the left. Yeah. And then I was thinking, why would they be on the left when we do intervals so we run on the right? And then you well, guys because- were on the right. And you would text you come me. Up, <laughs> yeah, but nobody gets service at Philly. That is the other thing. Too many if you people ever to get do service, Broad yeah. Street Run, yeah. you do not get sit, uh, service in the city at all that day because there's just too many people and it in clogs yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, ro- the, the cell network. Yeah. But where we usually come up from the train, I was expecting that we weren't going to be able to cross the course. Mm. So I didn't want to. So that's why I thought we were going to be on that side. But, but then we came we, up on the other side. Came, yeah. We took the train further to the next stop and came up that side yeah. instead. So we were on that side. So, of course, luckily I'm allowed because and we were it was actually got really hard at some points because we missed a bunch of people like we missed. Megan, yeah, we missed, it was just we missed, like, like it was just a swath of people just coming at you all of a sudden, yeah. like when like the heavy um amount of people came and it just happened i just got real lucky that i saw you yeah and i screamed and then you just come across you're like yelling like what are you doing on this side <laughs> i feel like you because got- we had crossed over to get to that side of the road we oh, were like God, mad about funny. it <laughs> like we were like because we were like not where we wanted to be Oh, man. I feel like you guys were annoyed when you saw me and Greg because we did they not. They did not stop. stop. Their video was so they didn't funny. Stop. They were like, "Now we're going." See, we but talked yeah. to you guys for like three minutes. I feel like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I'm like, I didn't even get a picture, and you're like, "Bye." I'm like, "Bye." <laughs> oh, and you guys ran into Brianna, right? Yeah. So um, I ran with Nicole and Ryan. We were all in the corral and decided that we were going to do. Our normal two-in-one intervals. Tom said he was going to do 30-30s because you weren't feeling 100%. You were a little nervous. Yeah. About getting, because you hadn't run in a while. And Greg doesn't run, like, long intervals like that, right? Doesn't he do, like, all kinds of crazy Galloway, really short intervals? Yeah, he does shorter intervals. Yeah, like the 15 seconds and that kind of oh, stuff, okay. right? Yeah. So yeah. I think they, they decided on that. So we were... For the first mile or so, like we were all actually going pretty much the same pace, even with you guys doing the 3030s. Um, like I said, Ryan and I stopped to pee. Then I died trying to catch up to everybody because no one slowed down. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, 
right as the crowds were starting to go, it was starting to spit a little bit. And I had shorts and a sparkle skirt on a tank top and like a, like a long sleeve run Disney. And then I was like, well, let me just throw my poncho on. So I had the poncho on for the first couple of miles about, I don't know, half a mile. And it really started to rain. Like, so it started stopping a sprinkle and became like, Oh, it's actually raining now. And I made it about another half mile before I got so hot. I just had to like fling, (laughs) (laughs) fling the poncho away. I was like sweating. We were dying. And then Ryan was actually smart because when he took his long sleeve off, he kind of rolled it up and then tied it around his waist where I just like tied mine around my waist. So that was soaked. So after the race, it was unusable. Oh, um, God. But yeah, dripping wet. It was it rained literally, literally the entire time. And yeah, the whole time. Um, And I was just thinking, like, when you guys say it is a downhill course, it's, I've never experienced anything like that with how downhill it is. Cause we even talk about Pike's peak, which is a great 10 K here. Um, kind of near Rockville, Maryland that people use it as a PR race. And I just keep thinking, Oh, there's gotta be like nothing more downhill of that. And there's some uphills in that one. And here I felt like there were no uphills. I know people were yeah. saying that there's slight uphills at certain parts, but it was such very a very slight. It was yeah. such a downhill. I didn't even notice the uphill. Like people were like, oh, it was right here. And I was like, didn't notice it. It was. <laughs> well, also because I think you run in like Columbia. Yes. Where everything is a freaking hill. Everything's so a hill. It's like when you <laughs> go to Philly and there's like a 1% up to the city hall. Yeah. You're like, I don't like what. <laughs> What do you mean? That's a hill. That's a hill. So I feel like that's also part of it is that like your definition of a hill and flat New Jerseyans uh, definition of a hill is slightly different, slightly different. But (laughs) there were still I felt so bad for the volunteers who were out there in the rain. And when you're not moving, it was I felt like it was cold. If it was if it was it was chilly. Especially when there was wind. And there were some, some people were still out. So I'm excited to try and do it again on like maybe a year where the weather's a little better. So we have more people out there cheering. But I was impressed with how many people were out there, even with the rain. So we were doing pretty good. Um, Pretty good pace. And then uh, we ran into Brianna around mile four and a half-ish, four-ish, somewhere in there. She said she heard my voice, obviously. And, um, (laughs) she was, she said that she's like, I'm so glad I found you because I think she was going in for a PR and she was going to try and do it. But just with like the weather, it like just nothing was going her way. And she said, when I see Aaron, I was planning on stopping and just walking to her with the train. Yeah. Train. And she said, I was just so glad that I found you guys. Cause then I had someone to walk with and, you know, talk with, and she just switched to our intervals and it was so great. Like, cause I've talked to her before, but it was so great. Like getting to spend some, some time with her. And we were talking about, you know, races we like, and I don't know. It was just, it was a really good time running with her. So that was awesome. And I'm glad, um, I did say at the end of the race that I'm so glad it wasn't a half marathon because I did not have three more miles in me. Uh, the last mile I struggled where I felt like at the beginning of the race, the miles were flying by and we were doing like low 12. 
That has something to do with the weather. Like at some point It'd when you're in that you kind down. of weather, yeah. it's just like it gets exhausting to try and like fight your way through like the rain mm-hmm. and any wind. And like, I mean, actually, the thing that I think you guys were lucky on is because we are walking in one direction. We're like, thank God they're going the other way. Because when we started walking the direction going towards you mm-hmm. guys, the we're like, oh, like, my God, Whoa. this wind is insane. They're lucky that the wind is at their backs. Yeah. So that was good. But yeah, that last mile. And then like the insert of my shoe, and I don't even wear like inserts, but like the the inside of my shoe was kind of like crumbling up. And I was, I had to stop like that last mile and fix it. And then I went like a hundred more feet and then it like did it again. So I was like, it's just going to have to be that way. And um, I will say there there was something weird because I noticed this at the start line and the finish line that there wasn't an arch. So you weren't yeah. ready yeah, for that was we we actually I was actually gonna bring that up because um I was on the Rise and Run uh chat and that was one of the things someone had mentioned um to me or in that chat and I like sent pictures of what it normally looks like. I because I've done the race a number of times and the start so I don't know whether it was weather the related because yeah. that was the other thing we were talking about because even in the picture that I have it's like that kind of almost cardboardy, like plastic cardboard mm. stuff is what it looks like that is. So like, I wonder whether or not if they just were afraid with the wind, whether it would just like blow and it wasn't like, yeah, well, super secure or whether that's just where yeah. because it got moved from the Navy Yard and there's no longer two distinct sides of the street and it's like oh, much more open yeah. if they just decided that they weren't going to do that. But yeah, a lot of people were like, I feel like the finish line was super underwhelming because there was like no arch to go through. You yeah. weren't well, even sure whether you were finished. And I didn't even realize it was right there because we'd gotten to a point and I was like that last mile, I'm telling you, I was like struggling. Like I was having a hard time, like keeping up with like my intervals. Like I just was like, I was done. And we were getting towards where I thought the finish line would be, but I couldn't really tell because my watch had kind of gotten a little out of sync. So it was like 0.3 or 0.4. Like I couldn't tell exactly how far off it was. So I couldn't figure out like how exactly far the finish line was. And I remember everyone was like, okay, we're just going to run to the finish line. And we got to a point where it's like, I don't think I can run anymore. I'm going to take a quick walk break. And Brianna was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to walk for like 10 seconds, 15 seconds. I'm going to start running again. So like, don't stop for me. And then she kept going. And then I started running again. And then the finish line was like right there. And I was like, oh, "Oh, that's why she like asked me. (laughs) Because it was... (laughs) basically yeah. on the other side of like a room how far away i was but i didn't realize <laughs> it was i thought i was getting worried because i didn't see a finish line that i was too far away so from it and i was like i don't was, know how yeah. close i am to the finish line yeah and i feel Without like that visual uh, yeah because i and i felt miserable <laughs> and oh. i don't know why i it had to have been the weather because we had done springtime and then there was right one weekend off and then it was broad yeah. street yeah so I had just done 10 miles. Cool. Three things real quick about Broad Street. One, the whole city really comes out for that race. Yeah. It's like the people's mm-hmm. race, Yeah, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Like the entire thing was kind of lined with people. Yeah. Um, and the, the weather was terrible. And they were still yeah. out. Did they have the temple band out? Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, second thing, and this really puts like the kind of humanity... Um, 
focus on these kind of large scale running races. And I hadn't seen this before. And I've run a bunch of races with a thousands of people. But around mile six, we saw someone getting chest compressions in the middle of the street, oh, surrounded yeah. by people. And like mm. an ambulance was coming up behind us. So everybody had to get out of the way and we all got on the side. And then the vibe, because like, it's a party vibe. That's like a party race for like fast party race, right? Like, yeah, it's very jovial. Yes. Um, the vibe, the vibe right there was just somber. Like no yeah. one was talking. Yeah. It was like, like you, I was watching this person do active chest compressions. And then like some people, because humanity is disgusting sometimes, were like starting to pick up their phones to film. Yeah. And I started yelling mm. at a couple of people, put down your phone. It's not the time. And, and you know me, I'm like obnoxious on social media and taking photos of everything. And I'm like, this is not a thing yeah. that you need to be doing. Like this yeah, person no, needs help. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know how that person turned out. I really hope they turned out. Okay. But that oh, was, yeah, it was, that was that scary. Was something else that came up, uh, they saw on, uh, there was a Facebook group that, uh, said that they were fine. Good. That they were at the hospital in stable condition. Yeah. Which is weird. Cause I think we saw the same person, but when we saw the person, it looked like they had just fallen and like gashed their face mm. is what it, huh. it looked like. And I think it was, I feel like a little closer to the end. I think it was like, Seven and a yeah, half I think or somewhere. Greg eight. had said mile eight. Yeah. yeah. Mile eight. Okay. Was yeah. eight. I'm not good yeah. on facts, but that just scared me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know. Because um, it was after where we were and we were at mile six. So, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing, we got a late checkout from the hotel. So we got to go back to the hotel uh, and shower, shower so and get dry. Up. So good. Nice yeah. hot shower. Uh, yeah. It, I yeah. needed yeah. it. I'm telling you, the logistics... Turned out very well in our favor that weekend. Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did do a fireball shot. Um, oh. Someone was giving out those mini bottles of fireball. We got the last one in the guy's bucket. So the four of us split it. So we all had kind of like mini baby shot. Um, there was <laughs> no funny. beer on the course. And I'm wondering if that's because it was raining. Yes, 100% because there's always beer on that course. Mm. Um, trying to think. I don't know. I would love, I would love to do that again. And I can see why why people would do that as a PR race. I was thinking like, if I didn't feel like garbage and the weather wasn't what it was, I was like, I might be able to get a 10 miler like PR here. Yeah. But the, I will say the thing about a 10 miler PR and actually, I mean, yes and no. I, cause I was at one point, my 10 miler PR, the hard part about getting a 10 miler PR is the beginning is a lot when you're trying to actually very go crowded. fast, yeah, it's very, very crowded, crowded mm. and there's a lot of weaving in and out when you're trying to actually like, go a pace yeah i don't know what your problem um, there's is you a lot could have of like, literally just gone up and been like put me in the first corral <laughs> <laughs> that's true i also feel like because of the vibe at that race you could also really do it as like a fun party run so it's kind of what your true. what true. your goals are i've done it as both uh tom you had suggested doing some ratings let's oh if yeah you want to yeah. do this like super fast though because uh we're already yeah, we have the great song. Yeah, we're still. And- we're yeah, I forget. I forget what I said. Okay, so Tom had an idea so based <laughs> uh, based off of the the each part. So rating the the expo. What would you give it? A what do you want to do? One through five, or just give it an arbitrary thing? Is one the first? Is one the best? One is yeah, bad. One no. One is bad. Okay, five is good. Like if we're going one to five one star stars reviews. to five stars. All right, expo two. Okay. 
um, start line area. Uh, three. It was uh, getting to the start slash start like line. Three. Fun. Okay. Uh, the race itself. Four, only because it was raining. Okay. Fair. Uh, the finish line area slash finish line festival. Four, only because it was raining, because I could see that would be a really fun finish line festival. Okay. And your overall rating of the entire race, and would you recommend, as in, like, would you recommend this? Five would be, like, the strongest recommendation. You absolutely have to do this race, even though these one these these other pieces were maybe subpar four okay it's solid i definitely recommend it uh diana do you want to talk about your uh fiesta 5k slash taco formerly formerly known as what it was like a cinco de mayo race so So, uh, we signed up taco race (laughs) i signed up for this fiesta 5k on a whim while we were standing in line for Iron Hill Brewery. Yeah, like we were just waiting for an hour, and then I was like, I keep getting advertised this race. It says it's the first year it's going on. It's offered by, like, the Navy, basically, in Annapolis, or I don't know. Uh, Guys, don't come at me. I don't understand any of this. Like, whatever the organization is. um, So it's kind of right off base. And Nicole and Ryan were like, oh, yeah, we'll do it because it's on Cinco de Mayo, and then we'll go get dinner afterwards. So we signed up for this really cute race. Hardly anybody was there. I would say less than 100 people did it, which is always scary when you show up at a race. You're like, oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Lots of kids. (laughs) (laughs) But it was $25. We got a shirt, a really cute shirt that had like a sugar skull on it um, for Cinco de Mayo. And the eyes are little anchors. Oh, it was so cute. And the back says, we'll run for tacos, which I loved. And it had like a really nice, legit medal. Okay. And like you got like a bag of random crap. Like it had like an extra T-shirt from like a sponsor and it had um, like cookies in it and cups and like all kinds of stuff. So they, they were giving you out tons of stuff. And then the other thing is everyone that registered got put into like a random drawing that won something. And of course, Ryan, I keep joking that he's got a horseshoe literally shoved up his butt right now. Oh, my God. Because (laughs) he won when we did the Easter egg run at Charm City Run. He won a new pair of Brooks because he found the egg. And then he'd won like the lottery and won like 10 grand in the lottery or some crazy net meth like two weeks before. So like all of a sudden we're walking by and we're like, we're not going to be on the list. And there Ryan's name. Right in the middle, he won like a camelback belt that had like the water bottles and everything on it. So like a nice. fifty dollar water belt. Um, but they had like all this camping gear you could have won, like tickets to Bush Gardens. So they weren't, you know, like cheapo prizes. So they had that. Yeah. Um, the other thing is then they had like little booths set up. You could do it before and or after the race, where they had like a winery there, or they just gone and like bought in a bunch of booze. Um, and you had like little margarita samples and little tequila samples that you could do. All this was $25. Um, That's pretty impressive. It was not timed. And it was just like a little out and back next to a golf course. (laughs) Okay. I don't even think it was like on our watches. We were like, this wasn't 3.1. Does this race warrant ratings? (laughs) 
I don't know if it warrants ratings, but I would do it again. Okay. Because it was really cute. It was a 5 p.m. It would like it would have been like if I didn't leave work early, it would have been a little difficult logistically to get to because I think it started at 530. Um, okay. Like well, down in Annapolis. Being, yeah. I mean, that's a little early for. Yeah. I forgot. Did you say how much it was? It was $25. Yeah. That amount of money for that good swag. Yeah. Like, that's. That's what keeps you coming back. And it was like a custom design shirt. It wasn't like they found like a taco and like threw it on a like yeah. through it like was customized like for Annapolis and the Navy. Like nice. someone thought really hard about it. It like someone like put a someone put a lot of love into this little baby race. Little baby race. Nice. Very cute. Nice. And um I'm glad um they did not check IDs because I left my full purse at home. Whoops. Full purse. And we went and to we dinner. Know that you you should have gotten carded because you look like you're twenty. Yeah, I can't believe they even they served me alcohol. Very youthful. But we went out to dinner afterwards, and I was like, "Do they take Apple Pay or Ryan Pay? Because I I do not have a wallet." <laughs> um, so yeah, then we went and got tacos, and it was a glorious Cinco de Mayo. Nice. Yeah, but I loved it. I would do it if they're. If, we said if they do it again next year, we would we would do it because it was just kind of like a and cute well, little, little race. Diana ran five miles. Aaron got really drunk on margaritas really quickly. Ooh. It's pretty much what happened. Sometimes they hit quickly. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> they hit quicker than other times. We, we watched them make these margaritas and it was like, like juice, juice, like the mix. But he was like pouring like double, like Woo-hoo! with one in one hand and one in the other hand. And he was just pouring, but it was like equal parts oh, because no. we were watching it. And then at the end, he was only using the tequila. So on the top, there was like a major tequila floater. Boop. And I was like, oh, this is going to be trouble. I take the first sip and I'm like, that's basically doing a shot of tequila. Yep. Nice. Yeah. First sip. <laughs> so a friend of mine, <clears throat> a friend of mine from college, Chris, um, he lives in Brooklyn and he um, is into maps, map making, um, cartography, cartography, and he got hooked up with the Shore Walkers of New York City and their event called the Great Saunter, which is 36 years old. It's been going on for quite a long time, which is yeah, crazy. Pretty, I didn't realize how long that had been. Yeah. Yeah. I had never heard of it. And then I've got a few teammates that actually are in New York that that like live in the city. And I was asking everyone and no one had ever heard of it. So hmm. it must be very niche. It's got to be because it's, yeah. it's really um, it was a really cool event. So. I'll try to move through it pretty quickly. Um, no, there's good there's good details. You well, don't have to move forward okay. too quickly. Well, <laughs> well, I mentioned Chris because he also made the interactive um, map that you could pull up on your phone that oh, would track cool. you and yeah. and show you where you are. So, like, oh, like he did that for the race. He itself? did that for the race. Oh, okay. So, okay. like, oh, we kept. Awesome. So he's like involved in like the race people with the race people. Yeah, we kept meeting different people in that organization and we're like this is the map maker and everybody like he was like a celebrity (laughs) um so that was really cool but basically it's a it's supposed to be a 32 mile walk around the perimeter of the island of manhattan um and there's always construction and there's a lot of footbridges and a lot of things that are shut down so like it actually turned out to be about 35 ish miles um 
which is fine, but that's still, I don't know. That's a lot of walking. More than 32. It's a lot of walking. It's <laughs> a lot of walking. So basically the route, the route, the route is you start at Wall Street, you go down to Battery Park, and then you go up the east side all the way to the top of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So you it's 207 streets basically. Um and you're really just on the on the on the coast the entire time. It was also a beautiful day in New York City. So all of the runners, all of the walkers, all of the bikers were all sharing this one path. So it was very congested. (laughs) I would bet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because it was really nice out. Yeah. Yeah. It looked beautiful. You guys, I mean, honestly, it looks like you guys could not have asked for a better weather day. It was perfect. Um, And then you kind of, and then you hit the midway point um, and it's like in this really nice park. Um, we had lunch there and then you start, and then you cross over and through Harlem and then start going South on the East side. And now that side, there's a lot more highway. So, and there's a lot of construction. So we would be on the water and then we'd have to cut over into the city, go a couple mm-hmm. blocks, cut back out to the water, go a couple blocks, cut back into the city. So there was a lot of switchbacks over these little pedestrian bridges um, and that's really what added the additional three miles of distance. Yeah. But it was it, overall, I mean, it was, it was a really cool event. It was definitely a walk. You know, we averaged about a 20 minute mile, which I think was fine. It took us 12 hours to do. We were moving for 12 hours, even though we, you know, we would stop every once in a while and like we changed our socks a couple of times and, you know, I was, I was amazed at how much water and Gatorade I was taking in. Yeah, like yeah. I, even though you're walking, you're still like like I couldn't know. get enough. Like honestly, yep. and yeah, yeah, we had to stop at several bodegas, which is nice because you're in a city. Like you have, yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. you can get cool supplies. Part. Yeah, you don't have to carry everything because there's a bodega on every corner that right. you can stop at. Yeah, yeah. Our friend Donna, she did it, and she actually did yeah. it because I talked about it on our podcast, and she looked it up, oh, and she was like, okay. "That looks okay. cool." And she was looking for some sort of event to do with her sister. Okay, um, I was wondering. I was wondering how Donna ended up finding out about it because I she hadn't mentioned that to, to to the podcast at all. So I wasn't sure how she had found it. Whether it was something her sister had found and she ran like yeah, it was just know. a random yeah. thing that you guys ended up doing together, or or like how that ended up happening. No, she she was looking for something to do with her sister, like a race or like something. And her sister's, I don't think a runner like Donna is really. Um, yeah. And so this is something they could do together. So they did it. And shockingly, Donna is in all of the publications. She's, I got my email <laughs> yesterday about race photos. It's all no Donna. Donna's in the email. <laughs> like, Weird that Donna of all people would be shocking. the most photogenic human. That's ever I'm just existed. saying not to put her on blast, but Yeah. So of course, uh. <laughs> but um, no, it was really good. But a <laughs> they didn't have, they didn't have you and your cut. Co- Tom sends me what he's wearing for this thing. Look, I had no <laughs> I idea. I see a picture of him in the morning. He's got on a cotton t-shirt and like <gasps> cargo shorts. Oh god, which didn't impact me in the slightest. And then Chris wore jeans. Oh, that's not bad. The which shorts didn't, didn't impact it, him. Yeah. It was fine. It's so. Weird. I was like, I take the dog for a walk and I've got full workout gear on. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't know. I had no idea what to wear. 
I didn't really know yeah. how to train for it. But just walk a lot. <laughs> just walk a lot. However, um, at around mile 16, I start getting a little bit of heat um, and these hot spots on the bottom of my oh, feet. Boy. And then I change yep. my socks. And I think I'm okay. And then the hot spots started coming on real bad. Uh, yeah. And then the, the blisters just came, like they came for me. Yeah. And so for, I, so, for like the last ten miles, oh, I would have stopped. I was I was walking on really bad hot spot blisters all over yeah. my feet. The entire pad of his foot underneath his toe on one of his feet was an entire was a blister. blister. It was a yeah. blister that was like four inches across. Like well, that's, it was across I mean, his what Michael yeah. Michael's was, that was, was the like, same, it's yeah, the same thing. Similar. And when yeah. I was talking to Vanessa just in general about you guys the other day, that was one of the things she said, even, even like she has done a hundred miles running and never gotten a blister the way she has when she's walked. Walking is harder. Pavement. Yeah. Like just walking. She's like, walking is what causes blisters. You're ne- there's like, she's like, I don't need, I don't think I've found a way yet to avoid blisters on the bottom of your feet like that while walking while yeah. walking. So I don't, apparently that's just the thing. I would have just stopped. Did Chris have <laughs> blisters? No. I'm just. Did you uh, lube your feet really well? I did. I did. Mm. I don't, Maybe. It, uh, I guess they were just sweating and. Yeah. Before loopy, I would. Buy some good socks, like some good hiking socks or running socks. I got, I, I have plenty of like Belegas and like, uh, huh? Yeah, I, I, because I usually don't get blisters like that, but they just, I don't know. It was, it was bad. Do you tie your shoes differently for walking versus yeah, walking running? versus t- of running? My, you might need to make Tighten them a little, a little tighter bit to keep. Because I noticed, because we were talking about it the other day. I notice when I'm walking, the shoe slides a little more. Like you can actually feel some. That could be in the it, shoe. actually. To be honest, yeah. that really could. Yeah, yeah. It might be something to play around with before Loopy. Like especially tighten the front because I usually when I'm running, leave like down by my toes a little looser. Yeah, because your feet are going to yeah. swell. Yeah, and then when you're but when I'm walking, I need them tighter down there because of the movement. Your feet are actually moving in the shoes just because it'll stride you know yeah which i think what did me in on jersey devil but yeah you and your all all of you on your feet (laughs) um it was yeah so it was a really cool event um i chris's wife i don't know if he talked about this is a foot surgeon oh well that's helpful so she had a station right and then on course and then she helped you after the race so what was she doing so at the midpoint, she was like dressing people's feet and like taking care of blisters and wrapping stuff. And um, that was really awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was good. It was good publicity for her. Um, and then like when when I was I stayed with them and when I was back at their place afterwards, like it's like 10 p.m. at night and she's popping my blisters and wrapping my feet. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice I'm that's like, nice because um when michael got them on his feet i was like get them the f away from me i do not want to see your feet they're disgusting i'm not helping you pop anything yeah yep <laughs> i wouldn't have <laughs> um mm, what else could I, I don't know i'm very i'm always tempted to just send her photos of my feet to ask about stuff 
like I don't know I had kind of like a weird nail where I was like oh I should send a photo of this to to Joanne and then I'm like no, I'm not gonna like send this woman pictures of my feet I'm sure she gets it <laughs> a lot I've got a charge for that <laughs> oh you got a certificate uh, yep I did get a certificate um it was my thoughts on certificates have not changed <laughs> well I was talking to Chris I was talking to Chris and I was like you could really help them beef this up because these bibs were not chipped. They know how many people signed up, but they have no idea how many people started or finished. Like there's no logistics to it yeah. at all. Yeah. I guess it, that's just the nature of that kind of thing. It's more of a loosely yeah, organized it's a saunter. event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they had over a hundred volunteers like at different mile markers throughout the whole course. Wow. And like, it was very well run. Um, I don't know if I would do it again. It might be a one and done situation just because yeah. I wanted to do it. Feels like a fun thing and... to try, though. Yeah. Yeah. Was anybody running it or was everyone walking it? No, every, everyone was pretty much walking it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of the point, though, right? Yeah. Like, that's you're sauntering, you're not running. Yeah. One part, though, when we were kind of getting towards the end, like near the Manhattan Bridge, there's this boat dock area where i guess all the booze cruises come in and out of oh god so we walked through this parking lot on the on the water with a ton of drunk people <laughs> either getting oh, drunk or had that had gotten drunk <laughs> just sitting in the parking off. lot waiting yeah. on their boat or their ubers and we're just hobbling through this crowd of drunken people, <laughs> drunk people. we were like this is awesome yep <laughs> oh my god but yeah, um, I'm super so proud of you because would you I recommend would have quit. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd recommend it. Recommend it to other people. I'd 100% recommend it because you saw parts of New York City that you may never see mm-hmm. or ne- never knew existed. And I think it was just for the experience, it's definitely worth it. Okay. It was my first ultra distance. Whoop, whoop. Yes. Yeah. Which Michael and I stand by that when I messaged you and said ultra marathoner. We stand by that statement. Mm-hmm. But then you said that you would discuss this on the podcast, and I am interested to hear why. So I think it comes down to what kind of event it was and what I set out to do. Like, I didn't care about the, well, I did care about the time because we wanted to finish it in the 12 yeah, hour a lot of time. Yeah. But like, I wasn't trying to get better than that. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. A, that's fine. It is definitely an ultra distance. One hundred percent, it's an ultra distance. Would I call myself an ultra marathoner? It wasn't an ultra marathon. It wasn't branded like that. I so I don't know that I would call it that. But that's not taking in, anything away from me. I'm saying that's not taking anything away yeah. from me. I feel like they come in so many different shapes that, yeah. uh, like, because I mean, whether it, or not it's branded or not doesn't yeah. mean any. I don't know. I I sort of disagree with you. On that, I mean, a 24-hour race or even a 12-hour race, six-hour race, whatever you want to call it, isn't necessarily branded as a ultra marathon because it's kind of like you do whatever distance whatever you, you want to do. do in yeah. that amount of time. And some people go 20 miles. Some people go 50 miles. But I will say, and, and I think the distinction that I'm making in my mind is I was in New York City. I don't have to manage fueling. I don't have to that manage water. Like, I mean- 
You got could, track ultras. You got looped ultras. You have I don't know all kinds yeah. of. There's so many different stuff. Not everything is like a trail race. There's so many different types. Like a track ultra, you're just you. You're never away from your fueling. You're a quarter mile away at any minute. You know. So it, I mean, there's there's one going on right now around here. Twenty four hour track ultra. All right. So, I'm yeah. an ultra marathoner. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Fine. Thank you. Yeah. Finally. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like mostly because I don't want to hear you assholes talk about this anymore. Well, I mean, like even at Loopy, if you do whatever, like it's yeah. I mean, like what would the, what would be the difference if you end up walking for twelve hours at Loopy? Would you consider yourself an ultra marathoner because it's a different branded type race? In my head, yes, but I or see because what, yeah, because you're, you're running saying. it a little bit or whatever, but yeah. I see what you're saying. I mean, literally at Loopy, there's a Wawa that you can get off yeah. course and walk. Yeah, there is actually. Yeah. Can, I yeah. can I get a hoagie? Yeah, you can get a hoagie. Yeah, you can get a hoagie and <laughs> some Gatorade and some water right there. It's no bodega, but it's a. Uh, it is a Wawa. It is a Wawa. Yeah, like so right on the like corner. Right on the corner. Every yeah. single loop, if you wanted to, you could go to Wawa. It's true. It's just right <laughs> across the street. Yeah. Yep. So it's no different. That is fair. That is fair. But I understand what you're saying, which is why I uh, wanted to have that conversation. And when I said it, I knew that you were going to hesitate in actually calling yourself an ultramarathoner. Is it because uh, you walked? Is that also part of it? That's part of it. Because I think, I think an ultra, like, I think walkers, if you walk the whole thing, it's still it an counts. ultra. It's, yeah, the it's, like it's the distance. Just like my It is the distance. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, my friend uh, intentionally walked a half marathon, and I still would say she's a half marathoner. Doesn't, yeah, like, did the distance. That's true. Like she, That's true. Like she did it intentionally walking. So yeah, and I'm not taking anything away from walkers at yeah. all. Yeah, no, no not at all. Strategy. Yeah, it's just also the way I think your brain is is built in the idea of racing, and I think that there's some people who would argue like. I know that there's some people who get flack for like, um, like there was a, a, a Ragnar that like, um, you're not running it straight through, but you all together, you did 30 miles. I don't yeah, care. That, that happens means you're, all the time. Like, yeah. You're that still didn't ultra distance within 24 hours. Like that's still like, yeah, I don't know. Like that's like doing yeah. a 24 hour race and taking a break in the middle of it and then running again. Like it's still yeah, all the happened, same. Yeah, like, yeah. It's one event and you did an ultra distance. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know. I think walking is sometimes harder. It's I, so much harder. I don't think I would have been a, I think if I was doing that with you, there would have been portions where I would have been like, I have to run for a little you bit. Ha- just to break it up. Just yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. I think walking is so much harder. Yeah. It's just, I agree for the whole thing like it's that. It's just yeah. such different yeah. muscles and everything. And yeah. how you your foot hit it, foot's hit it's mm-hmm. different. It's just which is why I think blisters like are like we talked about are much, more, are much likely, more likely during yeah. a walk than a run. Yeah, the blisters are bad. Yeah. Also they suck. <laughs> like if I did this again, like the learning curve would be huge because I would definitely yeah. wear something else. Yeah. yeah. Not uh, your cargos. Not my cargo shorts. <laughs> um, even though they didn't bother me at all. Um Okay. I I feel like it's heavy. Though. I had trekking poles. Oh yeah, but this is the first time I've ever used them. Oh okay. yeah, and if you've twelve they take hours pressure of off having your knees after a while, I was like pushing off and like your wrists and like oh yeah, your oh, hands you like I used yeah, my yeah, hands yeah. like my yeah like that yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Gotcha. So if you're not used to it, yeah. I agree. So I would practice with them before I actually did it. Yeah. Um, For sure. I wouldn't we, carry we nearly as much problem. food. Okay. Like I had. Well, yeah, because you don't need it because you can buy it wherever. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think we had that lesson with the poles at one point ourselves where like we hadn't really been practicing with them with them. And then we did a race with them and we were like, ow, (laughs) (laughs) let's not do that. Because you're just not used to that. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like different, like just, uh, yeah, because you're swinging your arms more because you're more purposely using like the, the, the movement. Yeah. So your upper body got sore. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, but I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm super impressed. It got real painful at the end. I'm telling you. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Well, because at one point he was like, I forget exactly what you texted me about struggling or being in pain or something like that. And I was like, well, how much further do you have to go? And I think at that point it was, it was like eight miles. I was like, that's too much. I was like, I, I was like, it's okay if you just stop. So I'm super proud that you did the whole thing. Because I totally would have wimped out. Like, I would have just been like, "Uh uh-uh. Like, if I had a blister and I changed my socks and I, like, saw the size or even the number Uh, of blisters, I would have been like, that's it. I'm not. Yeah. It's I'm done. And I think that's the thing. Like, I could have easily quit and gotten on any number of pieces of transportation. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. At any time. Yeah. Readily available. It's a mental game. It's always the mental block and the mental game of what can you push your brain through (laughs) to do. So Yeah. See that was that's when it would have become a physical thing for me though. I feel I feel it got demoralizing towards the end. Like it was just a slug fest. Mm -hmm, It was terrible. Are you gonna uh, work with some poles before Loopy? I don't know if I need poles for Loopy. No? I mean, do you are feel you like they helped in uh, the saunter? I'm de- loopy. My my thought is to definitely incorporate running into it. I would, yeah, yeah just, the beginning yeah, of the yeah, race yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, until you can't just yeah. do whatever yeah. you can until you can't. Yeah, and then you may be able to again at some point. It's true. Yeah, you could even come back here and sleep for a few hours and then, and then go, go back, back in the morning. <laughs> you just have you to just do whatever. Yeah, you, want. you just have to give them a heads up at night. That's all. Yeah. Uh, so what do we got next? The York Half Marathon. Yeah, I mean, um, the York Half Marathon. I don't really have a ton to say about it. It was a was this your your secret? secret I mean, again, yes. people I just I'm, ch- I'm just like, teasing secret. you. I know, like <laughs> you are. Like, people people <laughs> keep saying that. It was just I didn't announce it because I wanted to be able to quit if I didn't. If I if, if I decided I wasn't going to do it, I didn't want people to be like, oh, but like you said, you were going to do it. Like yeah. I don't want to hear people. No, nope, I'm like, with you. I've been BS about like, you know, so I just had decided I was quietly going to sign up for this. I talked to Melanie about it because I knew it was closer to them. I was like, hey, I'm thinking about signing up in case you are interested. Um, I think part of me, the only reason why I did that, too, was because I think that I really wanted to commit to something. And I felt like if I had told at least one person who might also then come I'd be less likely to back out of it if someone else was going to be there. But I also didn't want the pressure of like everyone knowing in case I did just back out of it completely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and how you've been feeling physically and mentally, it's it's fine to give yourself. I don't think we do it. We don't give ourselves enough grace and we allow so much grace with other people. But we yeah. just don't give it to ourselves. So I, think, I agree with that. You know, just in in general, we all have to. Uh, yeah, you know, I okay plans to train much more than I did, and I. It's fine. It went. It, it. We'll talk about it. It went well. But I. I. 
was genuinely nervous going into this because I really did not get my runs in. I pellet was still pelotoning a ton. We talked about that a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I still peloton. Like it's hard to get off thirty to fifty miles a week sometimes because the bike's right there. And like I just mentally wasn't like in a place where I was like could get myself out the door. Hence the reason why I'm hiring a coach. Yeah, uh, hoping that they will get me out the door. Um, so I went into this really not having any clue. The I know we did springtime surprise. It's a very different kind of mentality to do to get myself behind doing a Disney 10 miler versus doing an actual race where I know it's small. So it's not like it's going to be like this big race where I could get lost in a crowd. Like mm -hmm. I like it's yep. there was 400 people. Small. Yep. Yeah. It was like 400 people. And um, yeah, I was nervous, but it was a small race put on by the YMCA. Um, I think the marathon had more people than the half marathon just because it's a BQ course because mm. it's basically on a rail trail. I was going to uh, say it looked, I couldn't tell if it was on a trail or a track, like where, where it was, was it like a trail race or a road race? No, or a little... it was a, it's considered a road race, but it was like, it's on a rail trail. So part of it's like gravel, Dirt. like it, but when I say gravel, it's like really like, like that more compact mm. like i don't know gravel it's like a road gravel not like a gotcha um yeah not yeah, like a dirt really path packed, like it's yeah. really packed down yeah. um but it's still softer than like asphalt yeah um it was very it was beautiful the, the path that we were on um i went out super conservatively there's nothing to talk about there was no expo it was literally just at the ymca yeah, you chill. picked up yeah you, <laughs> you picked up, up your bib, bib like morning of <laughs> yeah, yeah there was really yeah. like nothing to talk about we actually picked it up the day before just because we happened to drive in the night before we to stay over yeah. we went and had dinner with melanie and jeremy uh at this really delicious place that i can't remember the name of the cutest uh Love we them. stayed at the hotel that was like uh, less than a half a mile from the start line. So I pretty much was able to roll out of bed and walk to the start. Uh, Matt Frumpo was coming to, uh, hang out and cheer, which I thought was really nice of him. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's like, Oh, I guess I'll get there around six 30. I'm like, I'm not planning to get there. Start at 7am. I'm not planning to be there until like six 50. He's like, Oh <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like there was no reason. <laughs> like, to be it's there, like right? a tiny race. It's yeah, not like this yeah. like big start line where you have to worry about parking and like all this other uh -huh. stuff. Apparently <laughs> like, you've oh. never done a race with Thomas Stover. <laughs> if there was a race starting at seven, what was the, what would the latest you'd want to be there? Like get to the race. Yeah. Six. I rolled up at 6.50. <laughs> Aaron. I don't know how you live this life. We left the hotel at 6.40 because I had to walk 10 minutes. And then I like... Well, that's at least a little bit of a warm-up, you know? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, as far as the actual race goes, it went way better than I expected. Um, I haven't really talked much in about my time, even on like when I posted on Instagram, uh, I feel like my time is kind of for me. I did better than I expected. Yeah. Uh, you can go look me up if you, you're really that interested in it. Um, I went out conservatively, uh, because I really didn't think it was gonna, gonna pan out the way it did. And by mile three, I was feeling good. So I just started slowly speeding up and about halfway through, I just, I raced it like oh, I raced it you. faster than I expected. And I was like, I'm just going to see, I guess what I can do. 
and I spent the last six miles going all out at um, a pace I didn't think I could do for that kind of distance. And then I paid for it because I couldn't walk the next day. <laughs> that yep. is true. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I mean, uh, like it was like first marathon, like walking, like you should have seen me go, trying to go up and down stairs. Uh, Michael was yeah. laughing at me so funny. much because I was like, Oh my God. Every time I would move, I was, it like, was oh like, like as bad as me after the Jersey devil. I was going to say like worse than us after springtime, which hurt us both more yeah. than like dopey did. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like at least I could walk after that. This yeah. one, I like immediately was like, I can't like my, I, I blew out my quads. Oh my god! Um, but it did show me that uh, one. I will. It says speaks volumes to pelotoning. Um, and I was talking to Jeremy and Melanie about it afterwards, and Jeremy was like, "Yeah, it's funny. Um, biking is great for running, run training, but running is not good for bike training." Yeah. Which, um, I've never really thought about, but yeah. I also think that Jeremy just has. I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. Like a just he he dances close to death because he does freaking trail biking, which yes. is the scariest <laughs> yes, thing <laughs> I could imagine. Like I think I even said it like while we were out like hiking together because I saw bike tra- like tracks out there. And I was like, I can't believe you do this. Like it seems so scary to be out there on a bike. Like, yeah, we actually I went for a walk with my friend Jen the other day at this. It's well known for its bike um, trails because it's got a lot of hills and like the they've made like a lot of the um, dirt bike people have made like um, like these ramps and stuff. And there was one that was like straight down. It had a wood platform that you had to like that you get speed off of and then you go straight down and we're like one wrong move and you are like going over those handlebars. There's no way. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely. It's just just on, <laughs> just on the border of death. Like I just cannot. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I will say a lot about the Peloton. Uh, it, doing a two to three hour ride will keep your endurance up for sure. Um, I wasn't sure how it would translate to leg speed. Um, I mean, overall, it translated better than I expected. But it also translated in a way that um, my legs hurt a lot, and I was very, very sore. It's different so, muscles. like, it's yeah. different muscles. And if I had trained run wise properly, I probably wouldn't have been as sore the next day. Um, so, I I think it motivated. It was really the the thing about it was that that I got out of it is that. I realized that I'm in a better run place than I thought I was, mm-hmm. even though I'm not where I want to be. Um, and I should be able to run a half marathon without feeling like death for three days after. Um, so I would like to get back to a place where I could run a half marathon without feeling like death. And it's kind of kicked my butt into thinking about, you know, this is why I'm back to the, I'm thinking about the run coach and stuff. Yeah. Cause I think that if I could, bring back that consistency i could get back to a place where a half marathon and even marathon might not hurt the next day yeah no and you can you can get there and i think i think we all forget what it was like at the beginning (laughs) i remember not even like for the first like four or five six half marathons i did i was sore like after yeah. every single one of them, like yeah. I was, this was a different sort of like there was, and, was yeah. like, 
I could not walk up and down the stairs. Also, we have like death steps. Well, there's yeah. so that there too. Is a- <laughs> but I mean, even the next day when we went for that little bit of a shakeout walk, every yeah. curb was like oh, yeah, torture. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but in we your don't head, have the safest so, steps. In your head, you left it out there, though, right? Like, I you, did. You I ran would it say, hard, and that's good. I will, I will say that I don't think I could have. I, I like how I know when I've put it all out there. This is this is now my new way of knowing. Okay. Is when I cross the finish line, if the person that hands me my medal <laughs> doesn't look at me and go, "Oh my God, are you okay?" Then I clearly didn't leave it all out there there's because you. I crossed the finish line, and literally the guy goes to hand me my medal, and he's like. The look on his face, he's like, are you going to be okay? <laughs> like, oh, my God. I mean, that happens to Tom a lot. Like, Tom gets pulled like aside was... by the meds a lot after a race. Because I looked like, like I was going to hurl. I swear. I just was like. <laughs> Not once. Not once has that ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've decided that this is like the fourth time it's happened to me in all of my racing career. So I've now decided that is the the way I know <laughs> whether or not I've left it all out there. It's whether the person that hands me my medal. I don't know if I want to leave it all out there. (laughs) (laughs) I want to have some left when I finish. Yeah, yeah. That's my goal. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then I immediately pet a dog instead of finding Michael. So, you know, it was perfect. I love it. Oh, I'm so (gasps) proud of you. So. Yeah. And I mean, it's so it's so funny to to think about because I know we were talking about this, like even at the beginning of this year, how when you're coming back from an injury, you just feel like. You'll, you're never going to get out of it. And I'm hoping yeah. like now that you've done this, you're like, oh, there is, there is an end. And that, you know, few months where I couldn't run. Yeah. Now I, I kind of look at it more as, And you know. I think even up until this point, I've been running like, oh, is that a pain in my leg? Am I going to, am I going to upset my leg again? Am I going to do this again? Am I going to do that again? So, I mean. I also start acupuncture again, so I'm getting needles put in my body regularly, so hopefully that's going to help some of the dysfunction that they like to tell me that I'm dysfunctional regularly. (laughs) So we'll see. Yeah, But I feel better about where I'm at. I think that it's time to get back at it, and I think uh, my first step is hiring the coach. So I think that's awesome. All right. How would you rate this race? Oh. One through five. I mean... There was no expo, so I can't really rate that. Uh, the race itself was like, I mean, if you're just looking for a fast, flat course, I mean, I would give that a four easily. Um, I mean, there really was one. I didn't actually even go to the finish line stuff. Michael probably saw the finish line stuff more than I did. It's just a small little finish yeah, line. Yeah, it's like area. a tiny little a, yeah, small YMCA race. race. Yeah, yeah, local race. Yeah, yeah we did the I mean, YMCA like turkey trots and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was yeah. a couple tables that was yeah. it at the finish. Um, know. I mean, there's almost no crowds, but there's only one place you can go, which Michael missed me on the first. <laughs> so, yeah, Aaron sends Matt the pin for where to go. But then he types in the name instead of just using the pin to get directions and goes to a different parking lot in the rail trail. Where well, nobody is running. All right, Frampa. The race does not even go to this part of the rail trip. <laughs> and it is 20 minutes away from where we got to be. So or I get, 15. I sorry, get a 15. text That's like helpful. at mile three, yeah. three, four, 
from Michael that's like, we're going to miss you. So I'm like running. So I call him and I'm like, what, what, what the hell is going on? He's like, we're like 20 minutes away in the wrong place. And I hear Matt in the background, just slow down a little. Uh, but fortunately we were in a spot where like she was going to an out and back and coming back. So we saw her when we got, uh, and who was it we were with? Allie Stover. A- Allie, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Allie Stover. Um, Tom's cousin. Uh, what? No, I've just decided because they have the same last name. <laughs> cousin, uh, cousin Allie, we call her. <laughs> was out there. Uh, she had a Rise and Run shirt on. Uh, yes, she did. Yes, she did. Uh, but she <laughs> we don't really talk to that side also, of the family. She also made a Will Run for she Aaron did. sign. Yeah, so did. that was really sweet of her. She was at Broad Street uh, the week before, but um, she had a rough time getting in and out of the city. And then also, you know, people meeting strangers is always hard. So her and I had chatted afterwards and she was like, oh, I, I, she had mentioned she lived in New York. I was like, oh, I'm doing the the half marathon there. So she came out on the course and cheered. Oh, that that's, was really sweet. So nice. So, that. so nice. Yeah. So we got to meet her. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice little race. So yeah. Say. Melanie yeah. ran. She yep. uh, PR'd for a half marathon, oh, but she also only really done trail. According to her, she's only done trail races so yeah i think her this was her first road style road race, style yeah. race. Yeah. oh interesting yeah that's a i thought so too yeah yeah so, she loves the woods yeah, yeah she likes the woods i like the woods too though yeah. so i understand that um so yeah i mean i would give it like a four like for being a small hometown type race and yeah. the feel of like a like a really really runnable like flat course yeah mm. fast flat yeah awesome yeah that might be a good area to go check out for like um a training run or something like that too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. it's a nice and york trail was trail. um yeah. york is cute it's got a cute little downtown yeah York is really good food we went for brunch afterwards it's delicious yep, yep. nice little nice little area yeah nice. do we want to wrap up with something good i'll like, go first is, that, is this right are we right mm-hmm. yeah this is right okay mm-hmm. i'll go first taylor swift <laughs> the eras tour We've now seen it, and we can move on with our lives. <laughs> I thought it was really good. I think she puts on an amazing show. I would just say, next time I did that, I wouldn't watch so many videos of it before going. So you going. didn't know what was coming, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I will say, and this is a game changer, I bought Loop Experience head like earplugs because I was a little Because nervous. you're old? Well, because I'm old and then I was watching TikTok, but like there are all these people in the crowd and luckily we didn't even have any of these people near us, but that are just kind of obnoxiously like screech singing along with the songs and like legitimately like ruining the concert experience of people around them. Like it's gotten that bad and there's like huge debate going on right now about concert etiquette and like how the p- pandemic has ruined society because people don't know how to act right. And people are like, I paid I mean, $2,000 for my concert ticket. So I deserve to scream and be obnoxious and ruin the experience <laughs> of other people. So I was very concerned. Like that was going to be, it's a whole thing. I'm very deep in a TikTok wormhole about this. Um, um, what kind of headphones or what, what did but, you buy? So they're, the they're loop earplugs and they're, they're okay. the experience version. Um, okay. So they're made so you can hear the artist, but you can't really hear what's going on kind of around, okay. around yeah. you. And they were fantastic. And they've got like a little like loop on them, like a ring on them. 
um, that like sits in your ear. And I loved them. And I heard Taylor and everything perfectly. Um, and I could hear Tom kind of talking to me if he, you know, leaned in. A couple of times I had to take it out to, to hear him. Um, okay. But I loved it. And I'm going to carry them in my purse now for. These are the ones I looked at for sleeping, actually. Yeah. So they have ones that are. Um, the quiet ones. Quiet the ones. Loop too. Quiet. That's why I was a little confused because when you said loop, I'm like, I think these are the ones I looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of using the earplugs I use, I was looking for more permanent ones. But I didn't realize they had different. I'm like looking now. I see they have different ones. Loop experience versus loop quiet versus loop engage. And I don't know. I've just like my ears have been ringing a lot. Like after we leave concerts and things like that. And yeah, I mean, so, it's not good for your hearing overall. So I'm just going to bring them from now on. So it was like the best in investment. But we didn't have everyone around us was fantastic. And I got a friendship bracelet. And I was very excited about that. <laughs> and we got all the merch that we wanted to get. I got the infamous blue crew neck. So I'm very excited about that. And I thought she put on a great show. Mm. And she did a secret song that I wasn't expecting at all. So nice. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. These Tom are the ones it. I thought about buying after uh, our York experience, which oh, let me just yeah. tell you is the noisiest town I've ever seen. <sighs> <laughs> like been in in my entire life so weirdly loud That's like so every funny. car that went by was loud was like like a lawnmower like style like they decked it out with like these loud engines there was a random fireworks show at nine o'clock at night it was 10 like o'clock. insane uh, 10 o'clock and it was an insane we had neighbors that like like their kids run up and down the hallway of at the hotel o'clock. at 11 something absolutely screaming not. slamming doors so in the morning when we got up early, I oh slammed our bathroom door like four times because it was right against their wall. <gasps> anyway. Also, and then speaking of going through something, I, the, my something good for this week is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It was incredible. It's, it's one of the best Marvel movies they've done in years. Part of the issue, though, with the movie, and I told people with kids, like, you need to see it first before you... Before you there is intense animal torture Uh, in it and it's not just one part so it's not like you can leave for it and come back and just skip that part and it happens almost immediately sprinkled throughout the movie and i i don't know i was like hard crying at various points here in the movie um but it's good. I've actually it, been told a couple of times, and it's actually part of the reason why I like. Um, it's I've literally been texted like by many people that I probably will not be able to handle watching the movie. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Like multiple people have texted this to me. Yeah, people know that like I am an animal lover. Yeah, it was. There so were, there I'm were a little points that were hard to watch. Afraid for it. Yeah. So you have to be you have to be kind of in the right mindset for it. Um, it surprised me because there were things that I thought were going to happen that didn't happen. And it was very, it was tied up with a bow, but mm. so I loved it. Um, I almost wish that emotional. some people hadn't told me, but I also, uh, I appreciate why people were telling me, but at the yeah. same time, like, I don't know. Now it's made me like not want to go watch. The movie. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've seen this take, um, as well, just like on the internet and stuff where, it's like 50 50 split where like some people are like, I wish I hadn't have known. And then yeah. some people were like, they needed to tell people before they went into this so that they could be ready. So 
Yeah, but now it's made me like almost not want to watch it because I'm not sure that I can handle it. Yeah. Nope. It's and hard. I was looking forward to watching it. So now I like I don't like I don't know. Yeah. But people Ugh. are saying this makes it the best trilogy in Marvel out of all the Marvel trilogies. I don't agree. I think they're doing like when they brought Andrew Garfield back and then all of a sudden people pretended like they always liked the amazing Spider-Man when it's like you didn't, you obviously didn't and you talked crap on it for years. <laughs> and now like people are like, I always liked Guardians volume two. It's like, no, you didn't. You did not. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> so, but yeah, I loved it. <laughs> Michael. Uh, something good is it's festival time around here. So there's Love constantly it. festivals around in the streets, in the parks, in the area. It's just festival time. Gosh, I, I was trying to think of what we've watched. I don't know. <sighs> Doctor Who. No, I'm so mad. <laughs> oh. I, I'm, I'm mad. Well, we can talk about that after. <laughs> um, all right. Well. Yeah. Thank you um, all for listening. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't get something good because I'm, I'm mad at Doctor Who. <laughs> I mean, Doctor Who is still something good. We're, we're, we're almost done with, um, we're almost caught up to the where Michael stopped watching, which was right after the Peter Capaldi error. Well, That's kind of when I stopped. Yeah, I didn't even finish Capaldi the last season of his. Actually, I still got to finish yeah, that. So, so we yeah. we're in his second season. We're almost done with his second season. Yeah, and so I'm annoyed. Yeah, uh, but you know, I've at least started liking Capaldi better than I did when I f- he first started. He makes a very He's good jarring. Ang- he makes a very good uh, angry Doctor Who. He does a good job of of being an uh, an angry Doctor Who. Yeah, he um. <laughs> And I also like he's just like annoyed by everything. He's yeah, like, every, yeah, yeah, everything. yeah, 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 everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, all right, fine. Doctor Who, Doctor Who's still good, even though I'm mad. All What's right. his face is going to be in the new season when it comes to Disney? Yeah, Plus? I saw. I saw. What's his? What is his name? David Tennant. Yeah. No, um, oh. Liam Michelle's best friend. Oh, Jonathan Groff. Oh, really? Yeah, Jonathan yeah, he's Groff. In it. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> He is in it, yeah. Oh, fun. What did we watch with Jonathan Groff recently that I liked? Oh, Knock at the Cabin. Oh, oh yeah, that's on our list. With David okay. Bautista. Yeah, it was good. That was actually yeah. better than I expected, to yep. be honest, because I'm not a big Shimalama ding dong oh, uh, fan. Oh, the master at work again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, watched si- like- we watched Signs the other night. Yes, and we did. Just randomly, and I'm like... I forgot that I really like the, this kind of style of movie. It's good. Uh, yeah, gosh. I like M. Yeah, Night mostly. There's a few. I messes, don't generally but. like him, but I did actually like uh, like that movie. So, all right. Well, thank you all for listening. I'm gonna wrap us up real quick. Um, I was noticing at the beginning <laughs> of the Broad Street Ten Miler that Albert Einstein has his name on a lot of stuff in Philadelphia. <laughs> So I can only assume that he's a notable Philadelphian. Oh my, we had multiple conversations about this. Um, he was uh, like, was he like born in Philadelphia? And I was like, Tom. If you're familiar with Albert Einstein. His, his accent would tell you <laughs> Albert uh, reminds us that once we accept our limits, we go beyond them. Uh, 
How did you not use a Taylor Swift quote? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Taylor. I'm sorry, Taylor. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. We will talk to you all later. Bye. You should play Taylor. Is it Taylor or uh, Shakespeare? Again? Oh, God. Taylor or Shakespeare is good. <laughs> <laughs>